Welcome back, my friends, to episode 17. I'm Hayden Barker from Continuous Improvement Journey, where we help take your continuous improvement to the next level so you can destroy your organization's status quo, devastate your competitors, and fuel revolutionary innovation. I want to thank all of you who have listened to these podcasts so far. I'm excited to join with you as we travel along our continuous improvement journey. For many organizations, especially in the United States where I live, layoffs seem as the first go-to when ever financial uncertainty arises. In the short term, layoffs seem to be logical and look good on paper. However, in the long run, these organizations, really what they're doing is trading short-term safety over that long-term profitability. Now, there, there are all kinds of reasons why, why companies should and should not do layoffs, including strategies to avoid layoffs. I will talk about some of the strategies to avoid layoffs, but mainly what I want to focus on is the long-term damage that will fall an organization if they believe that layoffs are the only answer to their sorrows. Satoru Iwata, the previous CEO of Nintendo, along with other CEOs, have taken the less traveled route when dealing with layoffs by stating very directly that they will not be participating in layoffs. Why? Because layoffs produce a mirage that organizational leaders believe will resolve their short-term struggles. However, what what results is a long-term destruction of the remaining employees and the rest of the organization. Now, the destruction that occurs is that layoffs erode employees' trust, loyalty, and morale, and many other things. This is why many Japanese companies generally shy away from doing layoffs to their employees. And from what I understand from Japanese culture is that there's a tradition in each of the organizations is expected by society to to provide this lifetime employment to their employees. In return, the employees show their loyalty, trust, and hard work. Sounds like a great win-win relationship between the employee and the organization. If a Japanese company does lay off employees, the organization really will look down down upon uh, more so than any other culture would after the layoffs take place. The opposite of this in typical United States business culture is when we get hired, we we sign a form that basically says the company or the employee has the right to end employment with or without any reason. In other words, you are disposable to the organization and are free to leave whenever you wish. Now, this is a lose-lose type of relationship, and another aspect of layoffs is how it drags the rest of society down when people are laid off, they no longer have that purchasing buying power to buy goods and other services from society in general. And what ends up happening here is that it causes strain on other organizations who then have to lay off their employees, which further exaggerates the problem where even more people now have even lower buying power, which further drags down the rest of society into a, a downward spiral. In the aftermath of the layoff, the remaining employees now have a sense of fear. Now, fear is hardly ever going to motivate employees to really give their all, and as a result, their productivity 
creativity and, and quality of work really begins to just go down and down and decline. Other employees may become disengaged from their work and lose their motivation to really carry out the tasks that align themselves to the organization's goals and vision. So while the organization thought was going to be uh, they're going to financial hardship, their morale of the employees will further exaggerate the issue of the financial hardship, or in other words, a downward spiral. Trust in the organization's management really becomes eroded, and loyalty to the organization becomes stagnant. It is very unfortunate that many organizations have something like, our employees are our greatest asset in their company mission or their vision statements. There are some surveys that have said up to 85% of employee job rate loss or rate job rate loss as the highest concern. Once that trust is broken, it becomes extremely difficult to recover. Since fear has replaced motivation in the remaining employees, stagnation sets in on being able to have employees create innovative products or services that otherwise would help get the organization out of that financial hardship. If layoffs occur, the organization has drastically increased its liability to open the doors of the possible legal actions that may be taking place for employees who feel they were unlawfully terminated or discriminated against. If this occurs, it could become quite costly, which would then further increase the financial hardship of the organization. Uh, the news of layoffs do not just stop with the layoffs of the employee and the, their immediate family they go home to. With news traveling so fast today, and especially with social media, immediately you can see what company they were laid off at. Job layoff sites and company reviews and online forums will just spread this layoff news like wildfire across the world and will just further destroy their company's reputation. Any future job postings will become mute as the company tries to spin back up in the next, in the next few years after the financial hardship has passed. I know specifically a company that laid off half of its employees a year after COVID set in and then another year later tried to spin back up and try to put out some job postings for some engineers and machinists. Now, some of those positions were open for another year, and some are still open to this day because news travels fast when loyalty and trust have been broken. This company was so desperate for machinists that they were advertising a $50 per hour starting wage. But even with that carrot and stick approach, no machinist came running because the machinist community is tight knitted and news travels fast of what companies and how they treat their employees well and those who do not. In the end, the organization lost more than just getting rid of half or a few employees. The long-term result caused the organization to no longer have the ability or credibility to succeed again become, and become great like it once was. Some common layoff avoidance strategies organizations have done are implementing a hiring freeze. That's a quick, easy thing to do. So it should be a given that if you're having a hiring freeze, then it helps you prevent uh, laying off people. So you probably shouldn't keep hiring people. 
The next ones are a little bit more risky, but if you really are true to your employees, some employees may be willing to reduce the number of working hours or their salary to help save the company money. But again, that really only works if your employees have a reserve of loyalty and trust to the company and know that they really are the organization's greatest asset. If, there are, they are, if they are the greatest asset, then the greatest asset will be pr protected and cherished. Another thing that owners and upper managers and shareholders could do are to cut bonuses and salaries before laying off employees. Doing so further increases your organization's loyalty and trust reserves. Another option is to offer early retirement to those who may be eligible or even see what employees are already mentally on their way out of the organization and may be willing to voluntarily resign. Whatever you choose to do, the organization should make it a priority to openly communicate and be transparent with the employees instead of letting them fester in their fear and uncertainty. Then explore and exhaust all possible options before resorting to layoffs. I was once part of a question and answer form for a CEO of a company, and I asked the CEO what they should do or suggest to other organizations to make it so that layoffs are no longer an option or are prevented. In my honest opinion, or maybe since I'm not a CEO of a company, I wasn't really impressed, or maybe I just didn't understand the answers I received from the CEO. For example, the CEO said that in order to save jobs, you should cut a percentage of the workforce. Now, I'm not sure that should be the definition of saving jobs through layoffs if you're cutting jobs. But anyway, another blame uh, is that managers are the cost or the cause of the layoffs because of overhiring, and most managers have never seen an economic downturn. So, with it being 2023 at the time of this recording. Uh, this statement from the CEO would be true if we had managers of companies who were uh, 14 years old, since they would not have experienced the recession of 2008. A few great things that the CEO did say was, when we are thinking about doing layoffs, we are generally thinking only a year ahead and really in the short term. Now, that is very true, or but organizations really should be thinking five to ten years out and help guide them for their decisions before they do layoffs. Now the CEO talked about how organizations should cease hiring and reduce costs, like I said before about freeze hiring where possible. Uh, don't backfill positions and do what is necessary so you don't have the guilt of having to do layoffs. Now personally the best way that I know would prevent layoffs is well, I don't think any organizational leaders will do this, but anyway, what is interesting is this application of pure layoff prevention. Now, I'm a little bit joking when I say the following, but I'm also serious when I say this. When leaders of organizations lay off employees, for some reason, they lay off everyone but themselves. Why is that? Uh, if they are the owners and the manager of the organization, is not the cause or at least the blame theirs. If there are managers and they are the owners, 
uh, then why not have the mandate to have the highest levels of management be the ones that are laid off? Uh, they're the biggest ones, or they're the ones with the biggest salaries, so either this helps scare the owners of managers of organizations never to participate in layoffs and are making decisions that will really help the organization succeed in the long term. Or, if the layoffs are inevitable, then the owners and managers get laid off and have everyone in the organization get promoted up one level and then take charge of the organization. Now, I know, I know that, that no organization is going to take my advice on this, but it sure would prevent some layoffs, would it not? <laughs> All right, we need to be serious. Uh, but much as I can prove or talk about uh, these organizations that do layoffs that they never should be done, I would like to tell a story of a study that was done in the mid-1980s during the telephone industry's deregulation time period. I was looking and looking to find the story or the source of this story to give credit where credit is due, but I cannot find the source. So I will tell you uh, the results of the study from what I can recall. In the early 1980s, the telephone industry was doing a, a multi-year study on employees' emotional and physical health. Now, in the mid-1980s, when the telephone industry was deregulated, uh, I can't remember what the percentage was, but it was really high. It was like they laid off 50 or maybe it was like 75% of the employees when they did this deregulation. Instead of ending the study, they actually decided to continue on the study and can see what this and track the health of those that were laid off. And what they found was those who got laid off really and unknowingly divided themselves into two groups. Now, those who were, were really resilient after the layoffs, uh, and then really all those who were devastated and had a hard time recovering. For those that had a growth mindset or had, were resilient, took the layoffs as an opportunity to learn and grow and to really change, and ended up shortly after getting better jobs that they loved and an increase in salary, and had a, generally had a healthier lifestyle when compared to the second group. Now, unfortunately, the second group they suffered from all kinds of health issues because they did not have a growth mindset or have that resiliency. Instead of taking the off as an opportunity to grow and learn or change, here are all the issues that occurred. I can't remember exactly, and this is probably an exaggeration, but I believe most, if not all, died within five to ten years after the layoff, which was crazy to hear about. They suffered from marriage problems, anger, depression, anxiety, suicide, headaches, ulcers, drug use, smoking, drinking, overdoses, and a huge number developed heart disease and had strokes or heart attacks. Now, from the study, we should all realize that layoffs have a lasting impact on the emotional, psychological, and physical health of the employees who were laid off or survived the layoff. The effects of layoffs should not be underestimated. So if those who have or will suffer from layoffs, remember the story and decide today what group we will be in. We choose to be in the group that becomes resilient in the face of adversity, or the other group that suffers from health or addictions that could 
Terminator end your life early. Our life is too good to throw away or think that we have no options when adversity strikes. Thanks again, my friends, for listening. I will catch back up with you again in the next episode.